remember Noel coming back and he said to me, he says, uh, we were talking about Malcolm and Wise. <laughs> Sorry for the squeak. But, uh, we were talking about Malcolm and Wise, and I do not like Malcolm and Wise. But uh, he says, there's two you want to watch out for. He says, Cannon and Ball. Yeah, they're coming up. And that was 1976. They were together a long time before oh, that. yeah. But they were very good. Come here, sir. Will you stop? Yeah. And welcome. Welcome to the Salvation Show on the Titanic. Yeah. We'd like to thank uh, the people of Titanic for sponsoring these chairs. The squeaker here is either his knees or it's my, my knees. chair. I'm not moving my knees. It's your on the chair. <laughs> anyway, you're very welcome to uh, the Salvation Show. We're here. Just two of us here. Sean's not with us today because uh, he's otherwise engaged. I thought he was married. Well, tell the wife that. <laughs> Poor Kitty. Now... Mad for the Bride. Yes. From Conjuring Dublin. Mad for the Bride. 35 year old male seeks wife. No hill walkers, please. No sea swimmers. No red wine drinkers. Oh. Read on. Uh, nobody who stands on their head for Tinder profile. I have to stop doing that. I have the history of twins in my family. If that helps, they uh, quit. Quit your fancy stuff. Just call yeah. me. But the, although I remember, I remember reading, reading one time. Too. Oh, reading. Uh, this woman said she was looking for a man, right? And she wanted a a man that wouldn't beat her. You know, wouldn't physically abuse physically her. Physically abuse her. Oh, okay. And when they she got into so. an argument, she didn't want a man to walk away. And she also wanted great sex. So she put it in the paper. Classified, yeah. On. Still no answer. The bell rang one day. She opens the door. She says, nobody here. I says, no. And all he says, excuse me. And she looks down. And there's a guy lying on the step. No legs, no arms. And she says, oh, can I help you? He says, yeah, I'm here about the ad. He says, what ad? She says, but you were looking for a man that wouldn't beat you. He says, yeah, well, I have no arms. I can't beat you. Oh. He says, and you, when you got into an argument, you didn't want the man to walk away. I have no legs. Can't walk that away. makes sense. And she says, what about the good sex? He says, how do you think I rang the fucking bell? <laughs> <laughs> Always the old ones. Always the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mother of God. So look at that's a. But I that's wonder, did he get any responses from young ones around the Drumcondra Grand or Royal Canal? That's over the Royal Canal. Yeah, he put there? it up. But there's a lot of people. What is it? Oh, with Withworth, Withworth Road. With Withworth. Yeah, Bo yeah. Bo no, it's with. It's a uh, Whitworth. Whit it? I'll fix your teeth. It's just Whitworth below Dame Street. <laughs> anyway, I wonder when when was this put up. This really? week, somebody put up looking for a woman on. You know that Betty Davis, in the uh, was it that magazine for actors? Spotlight. Yeah. Put in an ad, or maybe the LA Times, for uh, an acting job. Uh, mature lady, some experience, two Oscars, looking for gainful employment. Mm. Yeah. And didn't get anything. Don't think so. No, it was the same with that. I think she was. It was a protest because they recognised at that stage a woman at a certain age would never get another gig. Yeah, and Charlie Chaplin went in for a Charlie Chaplin lookalike and came third. 
Is that true? Yeah, that is true, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I was there. Did you come first? Just after I jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. How come you don't like Morgan Wise? I, I don't think they're very funny. I, I, your man's too... What I love about comedians... Now, I was watching one last night. Freddie Starr, Lord rest his soul, was the most natural comedian you've ever seen. Les Dawson, natural comedian. Tommy Cooper, natural. But you think Eric Morgan was just funny? No, he was... It was sort just of... Moving the glass. I know he had to struggle that to keep Ernie on, on his toes because it was a double act. But carried by Eric... I just think Eric Morgan. No, was I, funny. I never. T- I thought he was more. Funny bones. He, he was more scripted. He, like okay. even even sitting, he was there. Were being interviewed well, one as, night. And a friend, and I agree with Freddie's story. He's a wonderful comedian. Oh, Jesus! Physical, but and how natural it was. But the work he put in that whole tape gag. Yeah. Where you know how dare, ladies and gentlemen, people sing on the stage. Yeah. Recorded, and then he messed with the record, and it's his voice. Yeah. He's oh, doing the vocals oh, for doing, the machine. In fact, what, Justin, what he's doing have is you seen that, Chris. Incredible what comedy. he is, what he is doing, physical. What he is doing is, do you remember the Donald Duck voice? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he does. He, he does it very quick. No, but he did. Remember, he did the return. Yeah. So physically, he rewound, and vocally, he did that. We were. Yeah. I, but I just remember watching as a kid. I remember what with me parents, that that, and I don't know whether the Royal Command performance or whether it was a special on stage. You can't walk and walk and walk and walked off it. Yeah. Didn't fall. Walked off it. That was a yeah. funny thing. Yeah. As we were talking about before, there's always going to be a fall. It's how you do it. Yeah. He just carried on walking and just happened to drop. And I remember my father, my father <laughs> would have been what? In his 40s then, falling off the couch. Yeah. Screaming, laughing. Brilliant. Just wonderful stuff. Excellent. We have something on the screen now. Oh, we will. And it is. Is oh, Mother yeah, Nature I, amazing? It's, it's amazing. I seen, I seen one of these plants. It actually spews out its seeds. Yeah, but it, it, it explodes yeah. like a missile, mm-hmm. and the pressure built up spews out the seed, so it will germinate and start a fresh. And as you can see, there's there's something in the top of it holding them in, and then it lets it go. Now, <clears throat> at certain angles, <laughs> it is could this, be is this, quite is this party a man looking still looking for a woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> From certain angles, I could look slightly pornographic. Just ever so slightly, or is it me? It's well, me I think I, I think a man I think a man is going to turn over a new leaf. Oh yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But anyway, that's. Hey, come here! You're painting this week. I was doing a bit of uh, DIY. Lovely. And I was just doing a bit of painting and wallpapering and sealing. Sure, deadly. I sure won't believe. Absolutely deadly. Hey, now what are we doing now? What, what have Christopher, we got? what have we got for us now? Four in ten people never take six days while seven percent want a four day working week. I can't do the maths. What about people walking up, walking from home? Would they take a sick day? Or can they take You can. Sick? Of course you can. Because if you if you register in and your employer can see you working away for computer based and if you're not well one day and you have to stay in bed, yeah, you can take a sick day. Oh. If you have to stay in bed. You could obviously work if you have a slight cold and where you couldn't join people or go on public transport. But it must be very difficult for those to go back into the office after COVID, hmm. particularly if you're commuting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the money be saved on petrol. But the other thing is, they reckon that, certainly for offices with juniors and seniors, that the juniors see nothing of the seniors at work. 
So there's no progression of skill set. Do you know what I mean? Within the firm. Yeah. So, I mean, that was an argument at one stage that the young ones didn't see the older ones the way they were doing it, right? And also, when you think about all the ancillary stuff, the bagel shop, the coffee shop, the wee cafe, mm. the, the news agents, that would be wiped out if a certain sector didn't go back to the office. But but then, going back to the <clears> days, there was days like sheer factories, there was an older contingent and a younger yeah, they're all work together, but yeah. now it's no, but no. But even an office space, but even an office space where it's quite insular, where you're sort of working away here on your own, you're still not surrounded by more senior members of staff, like you know, like meeting at the water, the water siphon or the coffee machine, where you're sharing information or experience. Mm. That wasn't happening, you know, and that no. doesn't happen when you're at home, and that in itself could be detrimental. Well, there you are. So if you're having a sick day, make sure you're not in the house. Or stay in your bed. Or stay in your bed. In your bed. What have you got an extra star, kid? What's that? Uh, a lot of things are coming up. You'll see them coming up on your screen. But uh, we're looking at a field. And... <gasps> Someone vandalised the monument to Oh, Tara. i seen it. i seen that. And they put on it fake. Well, it's not... Right, it's still vandalism. But are they trying to make some sort of historical point? No. Uh, that's not fake. What did they put on that? What does that say, Christopher? No, it says fake. It says fake. fake. I know. Did you see it before? Why did you, that th also looks why did you think I'd done it? That no, I seen it last. You can't spell. I know. I mean, and that also looks slightly uh, pornographic. What? So, okay, is it a statement? Is it still vandalism? Yes, it is. It is, is it, of course. Is it, it mindless? Is. No, it's not. It's somebody making... A point. A point. So they're saying now that that is. Well, what, no what, about. They don't well, know what, what does that stone represent? The high, the high king, the, the height of the hell of Tara, where the high king of Ireland was selected. He was a big boy. That's not. <laughs> that's oh. that's not represent. That that's just what you are. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't say. I just said he was a big boy. Yeah, indeed. Mm. So yeah, that's that's what's this now. Is that two owls? Where'd you go there now? <laughs> Doing a piano flip and playing it. What's that mean? Trying it. No. Press play on that immediately. Yeah, we're going to watch this. That is throwing a piano up in the air and playing it. He's suspended. Mm. It's like a circus of light piece, is it? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna watch we're gonna if you can see it now there's a guy playing playing a piano. He's issue suspended and he's rotating on under a blue light in a dark background. It's very circus to Salai. But it was done and oh, he fell. And it fell on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried it. Uh, but there was uh, things like there's a special guitar strap. Did he hurt if I play it again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the grand piano fell in his feet. That must be the lost chord. <laughs> Come here. Jimmy Durant. God, love him. Oh, I love E.T. Oh, sad. <laughs> Play it one more time. Well, everything's going grand. Yeah, he's going everything's great. Grand. He's upside everything's down. Grand. He's lovely. And then there's some fella up there who wants his oh, gig with oh, a pair of scissors yeah. and bang water. So there you are. Oh... I yeah, guarantee when, Yeah, when's he that in the town hall? I remember going to a production of the town hall years ago of um, Wizard of Oz and Dorothy across the stage and then Caroline comes out and a pole came off the uh, came off its, its rope and slid 
slid like a like a harpoon onto the stage. I'll never forget it. Mr. By a matter of a foot. Holy wow. God. Did it and come? I, the did Wicked it Witch. Go, it was the Wicked Witch. I, did it come from somewhere over the rainbow? No, it can't. <laughs> uh, a, lot of, a lot of accidents happen on stage. You I'm, sure, I'm sure you've <laughs> seen a few in your day. Um, I've dodged a few. <laughs> I say, I can summon up there. Throwing I've dodged a couple of lamps and I've seen that happen. And that and, was uh, only in the bar but before then the take. Do you know that? Do you know that thing on a rider when the the band send out the rider what they want in their yeah. dress rooms? And now I can't remember who it was. Let's say it was it was a it was a heavy metal band, right? But I can't remember who it was. And they were the ones that said no blue M and M's, right? Yes, right. Who was that? It was ACDC, one of them ones. I think it was one of them. And the reason behind it is that if the stage, if the company receiving the band, the host theater were that pedantic and that careful about the blue M&Ms, they definitely wouldn't mess up with the wiring. Oh, there you go. With the electrics. And that was the, that was the whole purpose, apparently, behind not just being a wanker. Mm. I don't want any blue yeah. M&Ms that if they took the time, to do they that, were precise. Yeah. Because someone had got an awful shock or a bang in the previous venue. Mm. So how are we going to... Because obviously their crew goes in as well, but it's the holding theatre. It's crew that were there setting up already before the roadies came in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember <coughs> here in Dundalk, here on Park Street. Did you? Did you ever witness anything? Well, why it's on stage? Oh no, no. I've just no but how do you know? Every night. No, but you know what I mean. Well, I had. I did. I mean, get, some of the stuff is fatal. Oh yeah, I got it. I did get it. You see, there's a few things. If you have, you must check your plug boards every time because of right. air. On doubt. And on what happens is, that's what you do. if you're holding your guitar and you go towards the microphone you will get a shock because of the two connections. So you're always told that if you feel that you're going to get a shock, always put your hand this way. Never hold the guitar. Put your hand this way. And your hand on the mic, your other hand on the mic back of it. So because when you get a shock, you clasp. That's why people, when someone's getting a shock, they use a wooden stick to take whatever they have in the hand away. They never use so tell it. Me why, why would that happen though with electric car and a mic? Why would they? Air, if you're out of your plug boards. So it'll find a way to. Oh, it'll find, but, uh, but I was. Yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Very, very important <laughs> how to use a mic correctly. Yeah. But uh, obviously. It, it would be. B, b, you would find this if you have a mustache, you're lucky. Because you're bristle. Your bristle starts to rise oh, up. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. go, ooh. That's a magic moment. I'm really, I'm really but, great tonight. But it has happened with a few people that are on stage and they went up and all you hear is, Well, I know oh, there's fuck. a young one. She was either French or German, European. Only recently. Uh, sort of jazzy, folky singer. And sang in her bare feet. Yeah. And was electrocuted. Bang, yeah. on stage. Literally dropped dead. It was a guy, a young Dreadful. guy, Dreadful. Young, a young guy from Northern Ireland as well, and he'd nothing else except a microphone. It's when he grabbed the stand as well, <gasps> and he got a very bad shock. When you're talking about folky jazz, I used to be a folk singer. Years ago. Go on. Well, what was your favourite number as no, a folk singer? <laughs> Come on, my lord. <laughs> No, when I, was playing, when I was playing something, folk, not him again. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favourite type of music? Oh. You have a great uh, array of music you listen to. Just too much. But what, what would be, I what, I don't like. what would you like to sit down to? It depends on what I'm doing. Seriously, I'm not joking. 
It really depends what I'm doing. The music I really, really love the most is Baroque music. Baroque. I love Baroque music. Love. Uh, a bit of reggae on the xylophone. Yeah, it's great. I should have turned off my phone, but I forgot. But I'll do uh, it. I'll do it now. And I like jazz. I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to answer. Yeah. Uh, I love all music except uh, heavy metal. Oh. And very gangstery rap. Where it's all N-word and pussy and fucking and all that. Not because I'm offended by it. It's just repetitive. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, I love musical theatre. But if I had one musical genre that I could walk to or cook to or sit down and just chill and looking at the weather, would be Baroque. It would be uh, Bach. Uh, and particularly his um, uh, concerto, The Brandenburg Gate. Uh, which is oh, my favourite. Well, I, I, I would like that sort of thing. I If I was watching TV and there was a small lake or something on, I would watch it. Tchaikovsky is pretty big and grand. Yeah, well. I would watch all but that. Baroque is a certain, a certain feel to it. But I, I like. love, I love listening to, the, as we call them in the music business, serious chanters, serious singers, male or oh. female. You know, like absolutely. Lord rest her soul. But I thought she had, she had to be the best singer in the world, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Oh my God! What she used to hit notes. If I tried it, there'd be nothing. You'd be attracted. Oh, I'd be in. But then when she could do that sort of go, you know, that sort of gospel modulation or whatever yeah. it's called, and then everybody was doing it. That was enough already. But Whitney, absolutely. We are watching now, as you can see in the screen, that uh, two elves. Not us, two elves, two elves, a male and a female, and he's giving her a treat of a field mouse or something. something. And the treat is so he can mate with her. So, so she's eating away the treat, and there he goes. Yeah. Um, it's like Valentine's Day, isn't it? It is. So it's like that joke of 20 years old, remember? This <laughs> young fella goes up to a flower seller on Grab Street, he I'm looking for a bunch of flowers for me, man. I said, that's lovely, son. How much are you thinking of spending? He said, I don't know. He says, maybe about 20 euro. Ah, oh, she says, pet that's the What are you after? Oh, he says, me hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, what we're looking at is the, the, the two elves. One is feeding, the male is feeding the female so he can mate with her. So it's a mole for your hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Dirty Big E, did you? Oh, will you quit? No AMC, what's that? Don't know, I'm dyslexic <laughs> What is this? AM, oh, AMC theatres have changed movie ticket prices Based on seat location But I've seen that before In Yeah Well, um, how would you be, mean? Like if you were, if you were said Balcony, side, centre yeah, well, that, that like was always the way. Yeah. yeah, well, there was the pits. Yeah. Of course, well, I wasn't there because well, Daddy, no, Daddy had a Daddy shop. shop. We were in the balcony. <laughs> yeah, well, there was always, you paid for the balcony. Then underneath the balcony was on the rake seating. Yeah, and then the, then the middle you paid. Stalls. And then. Flea the pit. Flea yeah, pit. Flea pit. I remember Jaws came. Could you write that? I, At the front. <laughs> I remember Jaws came to the casino cinema in the old shopping centre. And you walked in, you once Was that your date? Yeah, you once <laughs> You once I mean, you're talking to the casino. Uh, balcony stalls. I said, no, the shallow end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be arrested. Oh, here. Or stopped by somebody. Jesus. 
Oh, there were great great days in the in the cinemas years ago. Did the casino have a balcony? No, they hadn't. No, they did <laughs> Where was I sitting? Must have been the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the casino. Oh, it was casino one and two. Do you remember? Yeah, at the corner of the old shop. Do you remember the casino? Oh, no, I know. I, what I, age I don't is. think Chris. Will it's depressed, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm del- I'm fucking delighted. Oh, sorry, I remember those lifestyle sports upstairs and all that kind of crap. Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and central travel and paths. Paths. Well, oh. way before Ashley Arms was the Ashley Arms. And the restaurant was fantastic. I remember my my wife worked in the Ashley Arms, right? And I remember going up to collect them one day. Just to you know, go down to town and get yeah. a food. And I was sitting in the bar having a pint at the time. And this guy came in and says to me, would you help me? I says, what? He says, I got married this morning. I says, what do you want? Divorce papers right now? He says, no. He says, if no band, would you come in and play? And I played at his wedding that day. And where was the gear? The gear happened to be in Paz in the club because myself and Joe Duffy, we were playing at a 21st party on the Friday night. I don't believe you. And the gear was there. Now, we were playing in... I'm presuming you, you charged him, obviously. Oh, but yeah. But amazingly, you were sitting there having what? You were sitting, yeah, I went in. Just on a guitar... And there's an actual photograph. I'll I'll give Chris the photograph. You can put it on. I can be who? Just yourself, was it? Just myself, sitting there, hair down my back. I was not on your head, just no, on your back. Yeah. Boom boom. Come and here, uh, make it. What a wonderful what memory. A, it was a great day. Because do, you the shop was, do you remember who it was? Oh, I remember who it was. I, I just forget his second name. It was John, and and a band had him down. Yeah. He'd no band. I don't think. So I went in, and what what I done? You'll see it on the photograph when I do bring it in. There was just my bass amp. I put a mic into it and a guitar. What year was that? Seventy-seven, I think. What was the fee? Do you remember? I think it was a tenner. That was that was a lot of money. Was it? Yeah, because it was only in nineteen seventy. No, no, it would be more. No, for a wedding, it would be about 30, about 30, 30. But that was still good money, wasn't it? It was great money. I mean, that was more than your week's groceries. Yeah. Don't go Oh, there were days. You get nothing for nothing, no, nothing. Oh. When you think of all the things you used to get. Like, when I started, 1971, I started a Weinberg Shoe Company. My wages was £4. That was on piecework. You know, did you hand it to the mother? Oh, did I hand it? It was taken. Taken. And what did you get back? A pound. That was fair enough, though. That was it. Bed, fed, fed and board. Yeah, and I, I remember going. Now tell me. I remember a going pound in for the week. <laughs> would it get you out and about? I probably would, yeah. Did you smoke at the time? I did. Would it keep you in fags? Keep you in fags and if a, a night out in, in the wine tavern, which was Cassidy's. So you have your smokes of the week and a night out. Yeah. On a pound. Yeah. My God. And burgers at the square on the way home. Yeah. Unbelievable. Why did you come down to Daddy? Daddy the shop. I know <laughs> your Daddy the shop. It was too expensive. The pound would have rolled quicker. But, <laughs> and I remember saying to her one night, I have a date. She says, and? I says, I'm going to need more than a pound. I, I, can, I can remember her saying it. She says, I'm going to give you two pounds. And if this relationship lasts, 
you'd be still getting the pound. Tell her you have no money. That was it. That was my advice, wasn't so it? It was. I went and the girl didn't turn up. Did you tell your mother? No. Oh, you kept the pound. Oh, you quit. But you never get that pound again. No. No, you I might have needed it. I, I just, we had a great night. I, was, I got up the next morning, I think I'd over a pound left in my pocket. Oh, well then. And I went out that night. Was well, your mother not suspicious? No. Two nights in a row and a pound? No, I just said I was going out for a walk. Now, I want you to share with the good folk and Christopher what you told me over when you had me bowl of soup about the rag and bone oh, man. <laughs> Will you hear this? There was, I'm sure people will remember it, the rag man used to go around years ago and what it was now to call it recycling clothes yeah but there was a guy who used to come around the street in quality streets in Nicholas Avenue and uh, he would give you little trinkets like it might be you don't remember those paper planes you put together in your throat yeah, yeah oh yeah I do or a balloon with a sound out coming out of it when you blow it up and everybody used to go mad because there was nothing in those days I remember growing up we had nothing I still have most of it left, but <laughs> but uh, I remember going out and I says handed him a coat and I got a balloon. I blew it up and the noise of it, my bag. And a couple of days later, I, I said, okay, "Where did this coat? I was asking, where did this coat come from? You what had nothing? No, because well, every time I told you about the valley over the the Davia, uh, it's like a scene from Angel's Ashes. And I'm sure it wasn't that bad, but anyway, no, it wasn't. I said, "Where did the coat come from? Here it is. Well. You used to call them either downs nowadays, no, but uh, I was sitting in the back kitchen. I got that blanket as, as, never, as arms. <laughs> I'll never forget it, my father said <clears> to my mother, they were arguing, and he says, I hung it on the door. Do you think I'm stupid? I, I always hang me coat on the door. And uh, that's what the coat was. And was it a fairly good coat? I will. Well, it's, it was a coat. It was used. Yeah, yeah. You got a balloon for it. You got a balloon. And your mother and father went... Grave and you didn't even tell them. Oh, I couldn't tell you. You're joking. Oh. And what about neck and clothes from your brothers? Oh, I'll never forget that. Yeah. I just I took a end of his coat one day. Yes. Uh, my brother Georgie. Georgie's coat. And I was out. I was at a hop. Were you fabulous? Was a fabulous? Oh, fa- you have all the gear. Beep, beep Where did you get it from? Where did you get it from? He got it from hips. You know, oh, that was half, a cra- half a crown every week and a solicitor letter every month. But. Uh, <laughs> And I remember getting the end of it and going to the hop. I can't. No, no, you tuck it. Yeah, I tuck it. Yeah, uh, I t- no, there's taking and there's getting a loan yeah, off. You I, tuck it. I tucked it. <laughs> and I was at at the dance anyway, at the hop and looking the looking the biz. With shows this. the moves. Shows the moves. Well, it wasn't in those. Well, shows the moves. Well, I can't read really. well, it. Listen, listen. listen. Didn't top it. That's that's Davy's that hip. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I came back home. And my brother was sitting in the house. Oh, sure, he was killed by him and my mother and everything. And I said, it's only a coat. But at the time, my brother was walking. He was after getting new false teeth. And he would never wear them to walk in case he broke them. So he put them in his pocket. <laughs> but I didn't know. It's going, out, it's going out pocket. It's going out coat. It's going out coat. So I... I, I you were dancing <laughs> at the hop. Where were you? The Banana Club? The after? Where no, was it? No, I think it was at the uh, Badminton Club. Oh, the Babylon Club. I think I was. Oh, lovely. Well, it was only. And your father couldn't leave the house because he couldn't leave the house because I ate his teeth in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was simple days, and in those days, you know, if you were bad, you were sent to your room. <sighs> but nowadays, it's better in the room than it is yeah. the argument. Yeah, we had nothing then. I stand the step and use oh. it in a bungalow. Oh, bull step. 
outside in the winter. It was great. So what then, was it like when? What was it like when your parents didn't do any business? Was it horrible? I don't know. What was it like? I don't know. Poor. DDT. Was it awful? What was that? <laughs> you remember DDT? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because there was an awful lot of flays in, in, in them days. So because, do you know what it was? It was the mattress that was full of horse hair. And there was an awful lot of fleas. And so they had to use DDT, put it all over the bed. You, you serious? Go, yeah. And you get up one morning, you'd be like a ghost. Fucking mother of God. Mm. Did you ever seriously think of writing? Just... I would know more stories. And I know it's not unique. I know it was shared. I, I know. It, uh, every, you know. Everybody had it. You know, everybody done that. So that there was DDT on the bed and all this. And then there was about eight to a bed. So kind of, so you were gro- you were brought up in the 50s and the 60s, right? Yeah. And by the early 70s, mid-70s, you were writing your own. You were married in a way, right? Yeah. But those it, was, it, wasn't until I married, it wasn't until I got married I got a bed of my own. It was fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Only after getting that. Come here, so... But... The, the house were built in 32, was it? I think 20, yeah, 29, 30, oh. I think. Yeah, because I saw that. Well, it's I saw 80, 85 years old, cynical of me. What is that? Ni- 1937. Right about that. Or it could be more. Right. So you would have, so were your, your parents weren't the first people in that house, though, were they? No, before. But when you were growing up, when I'm saying yes. I was born in that house. Yeah, but when you were growing up, there were still a lot of families who were the original occupants. Oh, the, of well, the, the original occupants of our Your house, house yeah. was a midget, and his name. Oh, it was true. His name was Mousy Sands. How did Mousy Sands get a family home? Well, he must have had a family. All right, where did he go? Oh, oh well, no, there was an awful lot of uh, single men there as well, lived in it. Okay, but, go on. But uh, there was a lot. You see, my father was born in that street. Well, that the, the family home of the McAdenys is on. So but your father wasn't born in 30, 36. No, 83. When, what, what? No. No, he wouldn't. No, yeah, the family home was 83. Number 83, yeah, but your father wasn't born there. I don't know. Well, your father wasn't born in 1938. Your father would have been born in the 20s. Yeah, well, he could have been born there. No, he could have been born. No, do you know what it was? Yeah. There was... Uh, you know Quinn's funeral home? I do. Well, across on Quinn's funeral the home, lanes. there's a lane. All the wee lanes that would bring yeah. much of the John's lane. I think that back. was called, it wasn't called... Court, something called. Oh, Williams's Court, I think yeah. it was. And it was a novel um, of houses loads there. Of, um, there were loads of lanes and houses higgledy-piggledy around the town. Because, believe it or not, the town centre population isn't that much bigger. No. Than it was. Yeah, yeah. Before Fathomary Park or Hanlon Park, well before Farnham and well, well before Cox's, Fothery Park, O'Hanlon Park, Hughes's Park, Davenia. Yeah. And, he said, and all these houses were filled by locals. Where were they living? Yeah. So there was houses behind the Democrat, up the lane behind Williams's. There was Rice's Lane where the CBS is. That was all knocked. There were four lanes yeah. running perpendicular uh, to Rice's Lane. And, and you're beside. talking those small houses, eight to a family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. So you I know. live in the valley. I bought my house from Minnie Green's family. Well, I bought from somebody who bought it from them. He was there a year. But Mrs. Green, Minnie Green, was there for many, many years. It was three or four families before that, because they were built in oh, 13, I think, or I can never remember. Anyway, so I often say, how were the kids reared? Large families, predominantly Catholic, large yeah. families, in small dwellings. And this, I said, where were they reared? And then it occurred to me, only recently, where were they conceived? Seriously, uh, I think when and the kids, when the kids are at school, 
But the father, right, the father be at work. The mother's indoors all the time. That's the way. Have a lunch the break. Mom. Then a break. Yeah, and talk about Catholics. I was reading. Talk more about Catholics. I was reading that they want to change the Our Father now to not Our Father, Our Love, because of the different, different. I was reading. I fixed my hat and I fixed my scarf, and I'm going to ask you, give that to me again. The Our Father. The, the Our cre- Father. The Creed. The Creed. Yeah. They want to change it to not Our Father, Our Love. Because of all the different religions and different sexes and all that. Yeah. Okay. But I remember. So the question then the gender of God is that what we're talking possibly. about? Possibly. Okay. Well, I can understand to a point, but I said you know my pronouns are fat and bastard, and I'm just leaving it at that. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm fucking up to here. Well, if I, now, I don't get me wrong, absolutely not. I know people are transing. I absolutely know people that are definitely are transing. They are definitely in the wrong body. Did I say that right? Right, transing. It is transing, isn't it? Is that not a bad? Tran- that's a transit. Oh. <laughs> no, what are they? Are they not transmitting. Why are they, why are they robots from outer space? Go yeah, you. So, and I know that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not being disrespectful at all. But when it goes to a point where I'm a toaster, fuck off. I identify. So I'll say to them, I am fat, but I identify as skinny. Am I trans fat? It doesn't go down well. Well, but it's an argument, isn't it? it so is. I know people who are trans and who are legitimately in their own, and I know it, and they're living their life and they look fantastic and they're, they're, their outlook has changed entirely. And then you have some buck in Egypt in a frock and a beard question what femininity is, and it's their right to. But you can't change your gender because you feel like it. No. It's confusing. There is, there is people, as you say, they're in the wrong body. No, absolutely. Genuine. Yeah, yeah. And it decoins de- no, de- and devalues what they're going through, which doesn't help them argue against the, the religious right yeah. and the far right who see them as, as abhorrent. It doesn't help their case. Here's the question. What's the question? Now, if he looks at me and says I'm the size of the tree, I'll fucking kill him. Dale! Dale! Who had all the pies? <laughs> Dale had all the pies. He, who, he, he, but, Dale. But, uh, what people... What well, are they? We're talking about... If your pronouns yeah, are. We're talking about changing. Yeah, well, the, well, that's correct, English. Yeah. You don't have to say he, she. They, they said they were going to do that. They said they were going to do it. doesn't mean plural. Now... They're at this train station, they need picking up. How many? One. No, 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 no. How many? No, they are. That's, that's the pluralization of that. No, but that's, that's just semantics. Is, is that, is that what, what gay people want to be called? Okay, tra- it's nothing trans, to do with gay people. Trans. It has nothing to do with gay or straight or, or bi. These, it's not even to, and the question is not even to do with sexuality or genitalia. It's an understanding of who you are. And I can, I can get that to a point. But more and more and more and more and more, this is weaponized, and it decoins and fractures uh, the legitimacy of somebody who's literally in the wrong body. And I believe that to be the case. And they're swept away under the argument that this fascination with sharing a toilet. And then the case, of course, two weeks ago in Britain, mm. convicted rapist has decided that he's no longer a man as a male, not legally, not chemically, not medically, n- not, n- not physically. 
and now it's put into a prison, a woman's prison. Now, seriously, that has to be looked yeah. at. Yeah. But that argument, see, deflects badly or reflects badly on those who, oh my God almighty, who are, uh, my very point, <laughs> who are legitimately changed. Now, now, what are you doing with Joe Duffy on the screen? <laughs> now, that, now, Sam Smith, undoubtedly a wonderful artist, undoubtedly a great singer, a great style. Now, <clears throat> not being blessed with the skinny jean myself, and the only problem is, because I was asked once, is it your glands? I said, no, it's my hands that reach my mouth. And it genuinely was asked, is it your glands? In other words, are you a fat bastard because you yeah. did, you're not eating, because you're glad? Anyway. No. So, the wonderful Sam Smith has put on, let's face it, has chubbed up. A minimum of four stone. He has. Now, that's his prerogative. And he can do what he likes. Yes. And he's got enough money. Fat to get, Yes. He has enough money to get fat on foie gras, champagne yes. and lobster, termidor, yeah. if he so wishes. Fine. Absolutely fine. But he also has the money for a fucking personal trainer, a fucking chef. But apart from yeah. that, but so I saw him recently, four stone heavier, in a diamante jumpsuit. And he went, nah, nah. See when you're skinny wearing the suit, classic look. See when you're skinny wearing diamante, possibly. Yeah, yo, no, no. Now we get, now we get fucking Bella Emberg from fucking Russ Abbott. <laughs> Remember, blonde woman. I'm not being disrespectful, Sam, but it's true, right? It is. Yeah. Now he's in front of us in a corset with now. Are his nipples covered himself? Or is that... Oh, it's actually covered himself. So it's a sort of... And I think it's a Russian crown. crown. But, but what is the reason? Well, this is costume. This is from... Uh, what's this? This is from... Music video. Yeah, it's, it's a good one too. What's it called? Are You Being Served? Because he looks like Mrs. Slocum. <laughs> <laughs> you leave his pussy out of it. What's this song Every. called? It's something dangerous or something. I know that, Chris, and you don't. But what's the song called? That's what it's called. Is it? And by fairness, I like that. And it's ballsy, if you pardon the <laughs> analogy. It's ballsy. And on a still version, it looks grotesque. But then again, that's what it's supposed to be. It's a grotesque, quasi-feminine, quasi-comical figure. Is that the hunchback in Notre That's quasi. Oh. Anyway, that's his mother. And the outfit's quite, quite elaborate. I like the crown. That's quite Russian-looking. But I think out of context on stills, it looks rather bizarre. But on a video, I suppose it could look good. Now, there he just looks like Brendan being in drag. Yeah. yeah. On I a bad d- night. Yes, and a really, after a bad few points. Yeah. And one of them but he can still squat. Well. I don't want he's squatting on, but... But you can squat. I can't even not. You've done it here one day. <laughs> that was unintentional. Because I was attacked by Ginger Rogers. And my friend Estelle wasn't ready. The looking chair. You think it was Roy Rogers at the time? Oh, we better let people. I'm, still, I'm not still well. I know you've been. Bite. The bite just let you all know. It. There's a lot of squeaking. It's it's the stool that I'm on. It's not his knee. It could well be my knee. But uh, we were talking about changing. But I'm not attracted from. But yeah, he has put Sam on Smith a is lot a of weight. He has. Sam is a wonderful, wonderful artist. No doubt about it. Uh, we were talking about changing the old father. I, yeah. me- I remember years ago when you when you were at school. You Are you could, serious about that? You the oh yeah, no, I was reading about it. Yeah, should have trying to take off the Angelus as well. Now the Angelus, I now, the Angelus, I can understand. But what they've done, which is brilliant, it's a time for reflection. 
It's no longer a Catholic rite. It's a time for reflection. Yeah. But what they did was, in Temple Street Hospital, they removed the crib at Christmas because it was too Christian-centric. Okay? And that was an argument that worked, and it did, you know, because there are other people using the service. And then you go, no. For good or for bad, for worse or for whatever, we're a Christian, predominantly Catholic country. There's our tradition. There's the wee histories we hold on to. That's the things we celebrate, the Easter, the thing. You know what I mean? Sorry. And, nah, so, um, yeah, I haven't done this before. No. <laughs> anyway, so, then it was reintroduced. But why, why should we change? If we go to another country, say, where they have the Muslims and all that, yeah, ideally, ideally, they're not going yeah, to yeah, change. No, no. no. But ideally, it would be nice just to have a level playing field. And it's, it's up, and it's up to us to do it because let's face it, Ireland we have become the most liberal country, which is great. It's very very liberal in the world. Yeah. So it was behoven upon us to maintain that title, possibly, mm. to have a look at this, and then it was revisited because the majority of people were saying, "No, it's Temple Street, no, didn't I?" So my late mother-in-law, God love her, Salsi, was working as receptionist in Temple Street and was given the task of buying the new figurines for the for the for the for the crib for the crib she went and she got the they were life size practically Sam Smith. They, were life size. they were life size seriously <laughs> she got the biggest figurine she could get the day is out but uh, here's what a question for you yeah many bells in the angeles 12 no chris many bells is in the angeles How many? 18. Why is it 18 in smart hours? Three trees. Three trees and nine. And what's the other nine from? And why are there three trees? Three trees and a nine. That's early forest. That's nine and nine is 18. I know that, but why are there three threes? Reflection. All right, and and the nine are then boom, 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 boom. Afterwards. Yeah. And then you had... And you'd be sitting there when it's playing, you go... Oh, father walks with Kevin. Harry is his name. But <laughs> anyway, on your screen now at the moment is a red and a blue pill. The red pill restarts your life at six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. Or the blue one, uh, ten million euro in cash. Which you, which would you pick? The red one or the blue one? The blue one. Why? Absolutely. So you can get 10 million euro. Absolutely. Yeah. Why would I want to go back at six years of age with the collective knowledge I have at 54? What, what, what the crap would that be? would be fat. You'd be, <laughs> <laughs> be that little boy, just William. You'll be old-fashioned and obnoxious yeah. and annoying. 10 million. Unfortunately, it's the wrong shape of blue tablet. Yeah. <coughs> it looks like one of those uh, Cuddler for Royal tablets, doesn't it? It does. That's yeah. that we call a capsule. A what? A capsule. Capsule. So, which would you rather? Uh, Reset your life at the age of six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. Seriously? No, I would not. Or 10, 10 million bucks. I, I wouldn't even like to go back to when I was eighteen. Would you like to go back to your when no. you were eighteen? No. I'd like I'd like to go back when I was thirty physically. Yeah. Just me knees and. They had me heart and fucking everything. <laughs> when I was 30. Yeah. So I'd like to do that. But definitely, blue pill all the way. Blue pill, 
10 million dollars in cash absolutely yes. give it to me now I'd take an overdose <laughs> it'd be great what would you do if you won the lotto hmm what now I'm not being fair no but yeah but no what, which one I'm serious if you won the euro lotto 100 oh, you know, million and 50 million right first thing I do is go straight to me solicitor Five for the four, no, that's straight. <laughs> straight to me, sister. Then over to, uh, over to David, uh, over to David, Dave McGee, financial services. Absolutely, I'm going to get you yeah. Get that bunged away. See what I can live off the interest and live off that. And then see it manoeuvre it around. I'd, I'd be very open to charity. Absolutely. Absolutely very open to charity. The waiter's fund. The chef's fund, the barman's <laughs> fund, the busman's fund. I mean, I'd be very open to charities. I'd pay directly. No, I would. I would open some charity. I would have a foundation. Uh, I'd probably... After all that, you'd be a I foundation. Mean, but if I had 100 million, and well, you mm. could invest... A, yeah. Look at Someone could win 3 million and borrow 3 million, pay out 3 million off on the in, in, in on, the interest. interest. Yeah. So that, you've already doubled your money, yeah, possibly. Yeah. So you'd look at it that way. You'd have to get, you'd have to get financial advice. I'd take myself off for a very long break and think about everything yeah. and you'd have to think about everything and I don't think I'd tell anybody immediately except when I'm r riding through the town in a white Rolls Royce Corniche with the roof down <laughs> telling every bastard and that I ever liked them or a fuck all <laughs> no, what I and that's for you <laughs> yeah fuck it I'd be driving <laughs> yeah. yeah no what I would do what I would do is I would, first of all, I wouldn't, I'd do the same as you. I wouldn't say nothing. I would go up and I would pick up the check for 150 million. Then you do what you do anonymously? Because you would lose go, money if you don't. No, do. I would do it anonymously. I would go outside and I would phone home and tell her to pack everything. Get out. Every, and don't be there when I get fucking home. But... <laughs> No, no, I'm only Boy, joking. I'm no. sorry. If you're watching this, I'm no, only joking. I'm only joking. I'd, I'd take around the world looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd put, a pay, I'd put a euro to pay me bills. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm not reading that. I'm after seeing the economy, eye. And I'm wondering, what, is it really the stool that you're, you're sitting is on? Is it my stool or is it what he's after? Exclusive. Up? Lizzie Cuddy, Cundy, Cundy, which is an unfortunate name, really. Who is she, firstly? And it's from Closer Magazine. No fucking thank you. Oh. <laughs> An exclusive Lizzie Cundy. My new vagina is so tight, it squeaks when I walk. Now, there's a young one having the hair of pseudocreme. Yeah, oh, you're Oh, it didn't happen to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking way there'd be no squeaking and if it was your feet you'd be in the Grinnells oh here with you quit I always think seriously of firstly who is she who is she she's Lizzie Cundy she's really? after, she's after getting a job done downstairs and every time well, she's she, a bungalow yeah every time she walks her squeaks. vagina yeah. her is so tight so, super vagina. So, let me see. Liz, Liz, Lizzie Cundy revealed she enjoying the best sex of her life as she, enjoy, as she enjoys her surgical enhanced super vagina. There you are. And it's that tight 
when she walks, it squeaks. Now, if her sex life's that good, she's obviously with men with smaller appendages. Because <laughs> it's, it's not getting a scene. Why to, are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say something there, but I won't. Don't, please. Uh, please don't. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just, who is she, though, Chris? Is she, is, she quite, is she some sort of celebrity, is she? See, she's, well, she is now. This, exactly, isn't that the way? She, yeah. well, that, no. You don't have to be famous anymore or talented to be a celebrity anymore. Now we're watching, uh, what is this? You pull, the, pull that back a bit, son. Okay, right. This was a note left on the car. Okay. Nice parking job. I'm 300 pounds. How do you think I can get into to my car? Diet. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, some people park. There is a lot of people that park in, in the most. But why don't you nominate your weight? Yeah. If you can't get in, you can't get in. You don't say because I'm rather large in the hips. Like you just say, very bad parking. I couldn't get into my car. Like groceries or this or that, but you don't say I'm three hundred pounds. Yeah, you know. Now, I have I have had occasion whilst parking in Tesco's or other shopping centres and places are available where I've had to be careful on and be spatially aware of when when alighting from my vehicle. Oh yeah. Oh, for you, because your uh, car is getting out of my no, car. No, when you're trying to get out of the car. I'm getting out of my car, but I'm lighting from my vehicle. Uh, and so I'm aware of that. But it just seems odd. Uh, and then if you weren't kind, if you weren't kind, and I'm not suggesting you would be. No, 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 you would Even if you said diet first, you'd write no bang and say, it's my fucking fault you're the size of seven yeah. people. If I pass And I should talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just leave. Uh, you can leave oh, him a, a, you can leave him a, a, a brochure on slimming. Yeah, indeed. Does these jeans make my arse look big? No, your arse makes your arse look big. <laughs> is the answer. Too much of that there. And I know that myself too. What? I'm not knocking anybody. Would not myself, my No, 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 no. <clears throat> Honestly, but there, there is a lot, a lot of people on diets and this and that and they're telling you now that you can take this pill and all of a sudden you'll be skinny and what I what where did I, I don't yeah, eat in that one no there's a bra <laughs> there's a bracelet now you get you watch it all all the silly stuff there's a bracelet now you can get that eats fat <laughs> yeah honestly I was fuck there is really there is a, it shows you a different thing and then there's this little thing you drink a lot but it's what it is, the only way to lose weight is not to eat after six at night. I just not to eat as much as I'm eating. Yeah. Our kid said to me, do you know what exercise you should try, our kid? That one. It's that one. You should uh, push yourself away from the table. Or our <laughs> kid's got, our kid's got awful trouble with his feet. So what are you talking about? Can't get him Mullins in the home bakery. <laughs> How many I be though? How mm. many I be? Yeah. <laughs> get it, get it. Get it, But is that not a, isn't that liposuction? Oh, that's surgical. That's yeah. Good, good and then you have the, uh, what do you call it? The, 
But have you seen the people who have successfully lost weight and fair play to them? And but it's and and certainly I'm going to be the same if ever I lose weight, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so have you ever seen have you ever seen a balloon with wrinkles? No. No. Have you seen a balloon? Have you seen a balloon after party? After when it when it starts to come down? Didn't they give a call for one? Of course it did. <laughs> and the wrinkles start. Yeah. See this? No fucking wrinkles. No. Definitely. Laughter lines, but none's that funny. See if I start losing weight. Ooh. Ooh. But what happens? Oh, truly though, when you're extremely big and you've lost a lot of weight. The skin literally the skin cannot, come, cannot back. come back. No, no. So they have you have to have an aprondectomy, an aprondectomy, where your f- skin is literally falling over the pubis area of the body. Yeah. It's just, and I've seen that. I've seen surgery because I watch a lot of those programs because I feel skinny mm. when I watch them. But what, what was the famous thing? <laughs> do you know the one that the one that they, they store everything in the house? What do you call that? Hoarders. Yeah, when you watch it, and then you say, "Just be my it's not bad." Absolutely, no, but that's 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 serious. Too, it's it's it, a there is a lot lot of care now. People wonder why the hell do people store so much in the house? Memories, Hoarding. control. It's it is memory and control. Know, and I would do and so, loss. They're afraid of loss. Yeah. Loss. Loss, you know. Dead if mice. Loss. If they've lost something or, yeah. you know, they can control if something comes into the house, it doesn't leave. I love when you can't control the hooker chases. <laughs> yeah. You could put... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you see it on your screen, but... <laughs> Chris, Chris, what age are you? <laughs> you only get one glass there, though. <laughs> I know a girl, you get a magnum. You get poured yourself. <laughs> now, I'll tell you one thing. That is unbelievable. If it's on the screen now, you just wonder why we laugh. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, okay. It looks continental. Oh, it looks Dutch. It looks Dutch. So it's guys on a huge bike. Are they Morris dancers? How are they Morris dancers cycling? Yeah, yeah. It's a wee jazzy bandy. Morris cyclers. It's a wee jazzy band on a large, large tandem. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six cycling. I think that looks jolly. It, it does uh, go on around. It'd be great getting, getting the gigs and save money. Oh, that'd be a very tight. Mm. That wouldn't be in a, a great turning circle in that, hey? Definitely not. Was that Holland? <laughs> well, unfortunately, that is the end. There's just myself and Alvaro here today. And we want to thank Chris again, our producer. Thanks, Chris. Unfortunately, and, maybe an overstatement. And, of course, our sponsor. Quivne. Quivne Candles. And a big thank you for that. They I have are, to tell you, seriously. They are fabulous. They, they are, are fantastic. Because, boy, do they smell. Yeah. As in, you get a really strong. It's great. And long. Long. And, yes. And because of, you can see it now on the can, it's it's a stick. Huh? The wick is a stick. The wick is a stick. Yeah. A movie uh, hole. Are you very uh, poetic today? <laughs> uh, and it crackles. It's like a yeah, fire. It crackles. And not only that, because of the stick, it burns evenly down. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's a fabulous glass when you clean it out. Now, uh, we will let you know if you would like to get one of those candles very shortly. So it's goodbye from me, Paddy Mac. 
Goodbye from Avaro Lucchese, and thank you, Chris. Goodbye from me, Sean. I'm Sean. <laughs>